Alrighty, I'm Keith. And I'm Brandon. And welcome to episode 46 of the Tank Media Podcast. Keith, you know why I love the number 46? Tell me why you love the number 46, Brandon. Because Dennis Setzer used to drive the 46 in the truck series. Mm. That's the fun fact for the day. I love the number 46 because if you add up each individual number, each of the two, you get 10. So that's pretty cute. Do you like the number 10? I just think it's, I like that it's even, it's <laughs> symmetrical, it feels good. Anytime two numbers add up to 10, I can get on board with those two numbers being adjacent to each other. I really didn't know that when it came to number 46 that we were prepared to go that far into it. I will be honest, I reached deep into my butt and pulled that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was the first thing I thought of. And now I said, now we're 10 so seconds into one the- of us could go on yeah now we're 10 seconds into the podcast and i've already used the <laughs> phrase reach deep into my butt so it's gonna be a good one today folks or tonight who knows but like i said and brandon said it's episode 46 of the tank media podcast today we're going to be discussing uh, our jobs as school has ended completely for half of us has almost ended completely for the other half it is exciting and we have jobs mm. and that's fun because that's what the world tells you is fun to have a job right <laughs> no before we start as always for the last couple of episodes we'd like to thank our sponsor living on repair uh run by isaac twitty isaac twitty is an iphone repair guru and master if you have an iphone and you have cracked it with the weight of your booty or with a rock or if you threw it at your significant other because you went into their DMs and found someone else there. Um, doesn't matter. If you have a broken iPhone, Isaac Twitty can fix it for you. And we want you to go and take your broken iPhone to Isaac Twitty and let him fix it. And if you do, he will give you 10% off of your order if you tell him the Tank Media Podcast sent you. I also saw on his Facebook page today that pretty soon he's going to move into repairing uh some android products Mm. so if you follow him on facebook you saw that news so i'm not sure which ones so i believe you should shoot a message if you want to ask him that he can fix your insert whatever android device you have that is broken and i imagine even for androids though they are the lesser breed i'm just kidding some people would say that i wouldn't say they are it surprises me how many people have because i go into some circles i go like i have our friends i think everyone except for zenus correct has and I don't even think he has a would be considered a droid. He does. He? Oh, he does. His is a droid. Okay. Wait. Yeah, his Maybe? is a. It, his okay. runs on Android operating system. Android okay. operating system. But like at work, I think everyone except for me and another guy, they all have droids. So it's an interesting thing. So it's a smart business move by Isaac to carry androids, and that's what he is—a smart business dude. Like, give him your business. And now that that plug is long and done may we set the mood brandon you're sitting in the waiting room waiting for your sibling to get finished with a dentist you wonder what should i do with this time what should i do with this time should i speak to the lumberjack looking guy next to me or to the grandmother across from me in the dentist, baby. Should I look through one of these magazines? The Life magazine? Mm. Look at 
this beautiful picture on the cover of the Life magazine. Or maybe Sports Illustrated? Bathing suits. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe the Conservative Tribune. Donald Trump is here to stay. Nah, you know how to spend your time. So you pull out your headphones, you pop them in, and you turn on some Tank Media Podcast. Alrighty then, welcome (laughs) to Tank Media Podcast. Also, I don't know why during that I decided that magazines could talk, (laughs) but they can. I think I was going for you acting out the stuff, but instead you went with... You were with a different one each time. For life, it was literally you just looking at the magazine. <laughs> then the second one is just, what's on there? Well, then the third one was, like, Mr. Tribune talking to you. I'd like to apologize to the women listening to this. I honestly don't think that the only thing that Sports Illustrated has to offer is bathing suits and models in bathing suits. But just usually the the best-selling edition of Sports Illustrated is the, bath, is the swimsuit edition. That's what people typically think, I guess, when you see Sports Illustrated, or you think Sports Illustrated. Not saying it's my preference, just saying it was the first thing that came to mind. I apologize if I have offended anyone. Interesting fact is when they first came out with the Swimsuit Edition, many uh, conservative households were upset that they had the edition. So now, whenever you go to Sports Illustrated, you have the choice of like receiving that edition or just getting a... Like a 13th regular edition. Huh. Or issue. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Who would do that? Some sort of conservative person doesn't want to tempt themselves. Just send them to me. It's the same <laughs> magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. PC code. Again, we don't want to offend any of, any of you ladies or men out there. No one needs to be offended. But if you are offended, I guess that's tough. Because... Sorry. Are you apologizing to the people who posed for it or the people who enjoy those? I'm apologizing to women who may think that I'm such a chauvinist man's man that the only thing I could possibly think of when I think Sports Illustrated is women in swimsuits. Do they have men in swimsuits? I don't believe so. So is that sexism on Sports Illustrated's part? Possibly. But also I don't know. Never flipped through it. I don't think that issue would sell as much. If I was Sports Illustrated, I would just have a small section of it. Kind of when you go to Richard swimsuits. When you go to Richard Children's Richard Childress's museum, he's got a lot of NASCAR stuff, but he's got a small section of the animals that he's killed on his hunting trips. So for him, he's smart enough to know that people don't go to a shop to see dead animals. So he's right. in a small section. So Sports Illustrated just. I don't know, pages 38 to 43. You're, some studs in bathing suits. You're here for mostly nude women. But if you're not, here's some men in bathing suits. But do men in, do men's bathing suits have like designers? Like, women? like I think oh, when I think well, of women, sure you could fill a whole like Kmart-sized store. But with men's bathing suits, all you have is like Under Armour and then... Joe's swimsuits. No, you, I'm sure most of the people who... Well, not most. I'm sure a lot of your, your big designer labels make swimsuits. Mm-hmm. Are the swimsuits made for swimming? Probably not. Are they made for even going outside? Probably not. Are they just something you buy and frame and put in your closet? Probably. But I think, too, with women, you have all these different designs with like the tops and the bottoms, but for men, it's just... It's either Speedo or... Like... 
It's trunks. Yeah, trunks. trunks. And then you have a lot of different colors, but you only have those two designs. That's true. There really is only so much you can do with a men's swim trunk. But we digress because that was quite a conversation that no one asked us to have. It had, it had to be conversed. It was very organic, though. But how in, how fortuitous that we would be talking about jobs. And just now, I received a notification that no. That would be even more fortuitous. But that we have just received an order from our eBay division of our um, business. So now, Keith, explain to me <laughs> what you do, because I don't know. <laughs> all right. Brennan's Brandon, taking the, the point of view of all the listeners, the nerdy <laughs> listeners out there. Tell us what you're doing on eBay, Keith. All right. Selling puzzles? So, <laughs> the puzzles. puzzle you build. The puzzle you build. Look forward to a, a YouTube video in the future where you understand what a puzzle is. You really still won't. But, uh, talking about jobs, so Brendan's asking what I do. So we're going to kind of trade off to telling each other what it is that we do. Um, and so, after graduation, it had, been, it had been planned for two months prior to graduation, but after graduation... Um, I was hired by my stepfather to be a part of his online AR-15 assault rifle parts dealership. For those of you who have heard the term AR-15 but never knew what AR meant, it means assault rifle. Um, and so he, we do not sell full guns um, because you need an FFL, a federal firearms license for that. But we do have a website and an eBay store where we sell um, AR-15 parts. We sell anything from stocks, from the back of the gun at the stock all the way to the front of the gun um, for with some compensators and some like muzzle muzzle covers and flash flash pr pr suppressor, not a suppressor, but like a, a flash hider, things of like that. And so... That's actually been doing really good, and the way it started is he just started selling these things, his extra stuff on eBay, and it did so well that he he's become a dealer for some uh, parts dealership out in um, Texas, and so he hired me to manage his website, help him build the brand, and just to help ship and everything as the business grows. So this whole week has been mostly um, work having to do with that. And the business is called, the website is tacticalshooter-usa.com. If you have any needs of AR-15 parts or accessories, please don't hesitate to stop by and see us or find us under that same name, Tactical Shooter, on eBay. And so that's essentially who I'm working for. Um, why? I'm excited about it because it's exactly what I want to do. And that is be a part of an entrepreneurial venture. Um, I went to school. I have a degree in business administration with an emphasis in entrepreneurship. And I'm excited to get to actually use that and help drive the growth of a business from the ground up immediately following graduation. So that's it's kind of a cool thing. So that is what I'm doing right now, Brendan. So now, <laughs> did no one, before I go to my thing... Yeah. Were you really the first people to think of the name Tactical Shooter? Like, that's, uh, no one else has that website? <laughs> no. 
no one had tacticalshooter-usa.com. Okay. Someone did have tacticalshooter.com, and they wanted several thousand dollars for that domain name. So okay. we, being the smart business, smart and savvy businessmen that we are, decided to just go with the dash USA, which is also cool because every package that we send contains a copy of the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. So in an effort to make sure that no one forgets about their rights and that the right... Um, of citizens to keep and to bear arms shall not be infringed. You can't have that gun. Well, let's put this little pamphlet right here. <laughs> it's called a constitution. We also we, we even have stickers on our packages that said like they say caution caution colon um, most import, important American document ever written inside. <laughs> so it's just funny. Little That's awesome. Like that. But it's it, it has proven to be a very american business yeah and you've heard some of my political views if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time um you've heard a lot of my political views or whatever and i don't necessarily take the ultra american view on everything that america is superior to all others but there are definitely parts of america that i believe in such as or at least the the foundation of it and i believe in free trade mm. and i also I like guns. I'm very interested by guns and the mechanics that make guns happen and the uses of them, all kinds of stuff like that. I don't condone killing, but I definitely condone guns. And I think they're a cool thing whether you hunt for food for your family or whether you just have them for recreation, kind of like what I do, um, and self-defense if ever that need may arise, but mostly just recreation. Like how um, you said, hunting hunting for food for your family? like. I don't really support the people that go out there and hunt for sport, but for the people out there, they're like, like my, my kids are going to eat tonight. <laughs> well, I think it's less that. I mean, I, de- I don't think I do support people who just hunt to kill things. Yeah. Like, if you if you're, the only reason you're hunting is to kill an animal so it can be on your wall, like, that's kind of, in my opinion, that's kind of a jerk move. Like, it just, I don't know. Because the way we kill animals nowadays is so easy. Like... Besides, my, my professor has a lion skull. He was not hunting a lion. He was hunting antelope in Africa. This is Professor Brazel. Uh-huh. He was hunting antelope or something or a gazelle, something in Africa, and he shot he shot one, and it ran off. Like they were, I think they were hunting mostly for food, but it ran off into the woods. So as they were walking through the woods, they came to a clearing, and lo and behold, there was a a, a group of lions there. And so as they backed away slowly, one attacked, like pounced at him, and he, he shot it with a shotgun and killed it. And so he has a, a very cool lion skull trophy, yeah. and he killed the lion in self-defense. Like, still, you could make the argument he shouldn't have been in his habitat or whatever, but I don't know how many people would make the argument, like, I would have let that lion kill me because yeah. I made a mistake. But, yeah, people who just hunt for, like, just because they want a trophy on the wall, I'm, I can't get behind that because I don't... I don't think it's necessary to kill animals for, for that purpose. Now, this is also coming from the guy that killed a snake in his yard, even though the snake didn't do anything to him. But that's different. <laughs> Snakes don't get the same pass. So, Brennan, I've talked enough. How about you, fine sir? Please please tell me what, what you're doing, <laughs> what for, are you doing for, <laughs> for your job. I, I'm working at our college on a maintenance crew, and... I basically I got that job because most of the jobs I applied for they wanted people that could commit full time there. Right. And since I'm still a student, I I couldn't do it 
and I also didn't want to to lie to people because I, I had that problem with one of my former jobs is I was just looking for a job through college but they were looking at someone that was going to give them the next 40 years of their life mm. and it it just sucked at the end because it's it's not that I wanted to be that guy but I had to be that guy because that wasn't my life ambition was to right. sell bolts for a living right and so uh, I ended up getting this job because it is going to have decent pay, but one of the most attractive things to it was that they're really lenient about uh, taking time off. Oh, so yeah. basically, I can take out take off whenever I want to. If I'm taking off a day, the guy just wants a date notice. If I'm taking a week off, he just wants me to give him a week. And what's awesome about that is that I, since I haven't graduated. I still have a, a summer. Right. I still like. I'm still allowed to have that, and so it was cool. That for most for most jobs you go to, you can't just walk in there and say, "I know I'm only here for the next two months, but I need to take this week off to do this or whatever." <laughs> and like for us, we we're doing VBS this year at our church, leading it up or heading it up, leading it up. So instead of having to drive back and forth to Charleston for a week, I can just tell the guy, "Hey, I'm taking off these three days or whatever." Right. And so that was really nice. And basically, what we do is, I I say maintenance, but it's not, it's not like we're in charge of everything. We're in charge of if you've ever been to CSU, the the quad. Do other schools have that? Like refer to them as the quads or other. I think a quad is a general term as okay. far as like architecture and structures mm-hmm. are concerned. So I think if you say quad, people have heard of a quad but yeah. maybe not in our context so at csu they're they're away from all the other um buildings and all so we're only we're only in charge of cleaning like the outside of the quads and picking up trash and we also move some furniture mm-hmm. so those are all fun little activities and so well, was, that that really is a wonderful. I was about to spill over to the second thing, so I was oh. trying to keep myself. But oh, that's what, okay. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say that that really, when it comes to a summer job, it is a wonderful criteria mm-hmm. or a wonderful per- perk that they're not like they're not heavy on the you have to be here all the time. Yeah. Because especially for like that kind of, I always hated it whenever it comes like summer work or whatever, and you hear people being like, I just I have to be there blah 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 like i had to be there a certain time and i feel like that's a perception that a summer employee has like i've never had a summer job where if i didn't show up one day the whole operation was going to fall apart yeah and i don't know of a lot of summer work where that applies so if you're out there working summer work and you think you're so important keith says no you're not we our boss too he he's really good about understanding like he he's not um trying to think of the the word for it but he's not in a place where he feels like he has to like keep in charge of us or you know he doesn't think that i have to have these guys working all the time or if you're if you're not doing something then you're not working he he's not one of those guys and before i've worked for those kind of people and a lot of times it's to be, it's different if you've got a whole day of work that has to be done. Like that's one thing. But for other people that just make up something to do, then it's it, it's it's just stupid at that point. Oh yeah. Because I remember we uh, just like professors, all of the the uh, math or whatever classes I had at CSU, 
they they had this rule that you it was a sin to let kids leave. So yeah. we would go there at times, and they would they would it'd be an hour and a half class, and they would take five minutes to finish off the chapter. And they would say, "All right, like that's the end of the chapter," and they they wouldn't have a review ready. They wouldn't have a quiz or whatever to take. They would just say, "All right, well, uh, I went and made up these worksheets for y'all to work on. Here you go." And they would just pass out worksheets that were like eight pages long. And you would just sit there <laughs> no! and you, you didn't have to turn them in. You didn't have to do any of this. And so, so for me, it was nice on the one hand because it gave me time to work on other stuff. <laughs> but also just upset me that why not just put it in my hands that I'm obviously not going to do this. And it, it's not graded. So there's no... the. If I don't do this, the worst yeah. that's going to happen is you're going to look and say, I really wish you would do that. Like yeah. That's as far as you can go in your consequence. So why not just say, you know what? You don't want to do it? Fine. Leave. Just, See how you do. That'd be like your your boss being like, all right, boys, I got about 25 beds and you moved into these dorm rooms, but we're not paying you. So get to it. <laughs> like, yeah. Nope. I will not be doing that. I guess the equivalent that. for this one would be if he just said, oh, well, you can't move the... You can't move the... The... Uh, furniture back into the room so i want you to just go over there and just <laughs> carry a bed around the parking lot for a couple of hours yeah. for no pay that'll be yeah so well brandon since we're talking about your job and things that you're doing tell us for brandon lorick what is a what's a day in the life of a, a csu quad quad man well as a quad man like? we get there um well, I'll do a disclaimer. It depend it depends on the day because we we have to rely on other people to do a lot of our work. Like what I was just saying about moving um, furniture into rooms, what we'll do is in the dorm rooms we'll go take out the furniture out of one side of them. The people will go in and wax and clean the room. Then we'll go and put all of the furniture back in there. Then do the same on the, um, the other, other side. side of the yeah. hallway. So for us it depends it depends on them so like there's some days where there's there's really nothing to do especially because i was telling you earlier probably 70 percent of what we do pertains to outside so if it's raining and they haven't done anything there's some days where we're just there for an an hour without anything to do or right. more time or whatever but i think once we get rolling what it will look like is getting there at nine o'clock and go into wherever the furniture needs to be moved and then in a perfect world what you do is every day is you take it out one side and then they would clean it you'd go back so i think it takes about sometimes three or four hours like that's been the general time they tell us it'll be finished so in a perfect world you could almost knock out a whole hallway in a, in a day yeah if everyone's on the ball so you do that until around 12. That's when we take our official lunch. And official. Sometimes it's easy. Official uh, that's union like, sanctioned lunch. Yeah, that's that's our official time, but sometimes it's it's before or whatever. Hmm. Just because I said, like, Josh isn't one of those guys that he he has to make sure we're doing something till 12.01. And um, so we'll, we'll go take lunch. It's 12.15. We'll, you better have food in your mouth, boy. <laughs> then we get back at 1 o'clock. Um, it... It depends. I would imagine you would do more furniture, but uh, also we might go and start pressure washing the side of the quads. I love a good pressure wash. We, I, I've enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but we do that. 
and we also pick up trash and we knock down cobwebs and such mm. so it's more of just making sure that it's it's presentable right and we will we'll also assist because we there's we have our crew then there's a cleaning crew also made up of students they actually go in and they do all of the like they don't wax the floors or anything they just do more of the generic cleaning right and so they'll clean stuff so if they need a pressure washer to clean the uh the panels of the air conditioners then we'll go bring that to them and if they need just random stuff we'll go help them we also will do odd jobs like one day my job was just to go around and make sure all of the doors were like shut and so it really <laughs> it, it it just depends on like like the day and what needs to be done right so a lot a lot of it is on our official thing it'd be made up of moving furniture and pressure washing but if we're not doing that then it just becomes whichever way we can we can help mm. so that's a beautiful thing Brandon. it's a beautiful thing you're doing one thing that is annoying about it though is that with our job we don't get free food from the calf there we get a discount of our, our I think two two dollars, so we we're beautiful. We're taking down to five dollars to like pay for our lunch, and it it's just frustrating because to my understanding, they still prepare a good amount of food. Like it's not just a salad bar and sandwiches. Right. Like they they have Chinese food and all Ooh. of that out there. So every day they've got stuff, and you don't have that many people taking summer like you don't you don't have thousand people taking summer courses there and most of them aren't even on campus if they are taking summer courses and so if you're not feeding like us who are you feeding do you not get to go into the calf to eat or you we can't go but we have to pay oh. so I'd, I'd have to pay five dollars and it's not like i get a to-go thing so it'd be i could go there for five dollars but i'd have to eat a lot and for me living down there what i like to do if i can do it is i like I like to get meals that can last twice. Like, if I go to Little Caesars, I can get a pizza that's going to last me some time. Right. If I go to Olive Garden, I can get... There's unlimited soup. So, you can get two things of soup there. Then they give you a huge bowl to take home. Mm. So, I, I can make it last. Just goes to show you how much that stuff costs to make. <laughs> the quality. Because <laughs> one, one thing you realize when you're, when you're doing stuff like that is how much money you just throw away if you're not oh, yeah. careful. Because for meals... For me, five to six dollars is a good price for a meal. It's not that bad. But then once you start adding that up, it's like say say two dollars to hmm, yeah, like say three dollars to get there for for gas. Then two meals, so you're already up to about fifteen dollars. It's not including like I I like to have like a water, but I also like to have like a soda every day or something with some caffeine in it. Right. And so that's another. You're addicted like the rest of that's us. That's another like two dollars. So then, if if you don't if you don't watch it, even though you're getting paid like three hundred dollars or whatever, you're blowing a hundred, a hundred fifty dollars a week. And so at the end of the, the summer, you sit there and you're like, all right, I got thirty dollars yeah. to live the next five <laughs> months off at college. Here we go. <laughs> Let's get started. I start by purchasing this cardboard box. <laughs> God. Well. It sounds like it's going to be pretty interesting for you mm. over the summer. Because as we're having this conversation in my mind, I'm thinking, man, the summer's already on underway. Like, we're halfway through it, but it's only been a week. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm still struggling to get everything situated. And I was, tell I was telling Brandon earlier that 
like, because we were, we had a discussion about everything that's going on since we're no longer living together. Cue sad face. But since we're no longer living together, I was talking to Brendan. He was telling me all these stories about like CSU and what these different things look like and how these different things work. And he's talking and he's talking about um like places that I haven't been in a long time and like I know that I'll never go again or whatever and so my my comment was that it felt like he was talking about Narnia like he was talking about a place that I once spent a lifetime but will never return to again but that's not true it was just an interesting thought that I had but it sounds good Shall I tell you a little bit about what I've done? Tell me what over a technical shooter USA person does every day. Well, there's only two of us, and the founder, the original founder, works our body, our family's body shop throughout the day. So, I graduated from school, and I now have not my not not my own office, Brandon. I don't just have my own office. I have my own wing. <laughs> I have my own my own whole building. Now. That building may be a shed with a window unit in it. It very well may be that. It, but it's really not that big. It's probably like it's probably like a a fifteen ten by fifteen shed. It's got windows and a window unit. The so, thing the thing about it though is like we 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 make like we poke you poke fun of it. And you, you don't want to walk around saying, yeah, I have my own building, and then people think it's just a shed. Yeah. But at the same time, like in my job experience, whenever I've applied to a job and they've said that it comes with my own office, that already becomes attractive. Oh, yeah. Like I, I went and applied to a church, and we disagreed. We disagreed, like, <laughs> we, we disagreed <laughs> on on core, core things when it comes to ministry in the bible and i was like i don't think i'm really like interested in the job but then he took me to my office and i was like <laughs> you know what what what's a little difference here and there about the bible this yeah. is an office with a bookshelf <laughs> i gotta fill that sucker up it's true and it is it's going to be useful eventually whenever like i get to say well when i get back to the office i'll check and i'll tell you but really what my office looks like is a single desk in an empty room with a chair and my laptop and a notebook on the desk. And like it's not like I'm not doing anything. I've been doing a lot, but it's all online. It's all on the computer. Mm-hmm. So I haven't... But long, the long and short of it is is that I graduated school and within a week I was in... I had my very own building to work yeah. from. And so that's a cool thing. But my job is basically, certainly for this week, has been to manage our website. Uh, our website recently launched. We fully launched yesterday. So if you need any parts, again, that's tacticalshooter-usa.com. Um, I don't get any commission or anything, so calm down. Maybe one day there'll be a sponsor. Or maybe that's a conflict of interest. I don't know. But <clears throat> I've been managing the website. And so the website was kind of a bare-bones thing at the beginning of the week. It was just... Like, we could have launched it then, but we were low on the amount of products we had in our inventory online. Our website looked kind of rough. Um, so it was my job this week to make sure the website looked good, that it was useful, and to, to facilitate online orders from our website. Because the whole goal of us having a website and not sticking to eBay, which we've actually done really, really well on, 
is the fact that there's just some things you can't sell on eBay. Mm-hmm. eBay is incorporated in California, so they have their different assault weapon bans, and as well as just things that they don't want being sold on eBay. I think it's kind of silly, but it's no big deal. Well, also, when you when you deal with eBay, because like, I've sold a lot of stuff through them, is you have to deal with their their fees. Yeah. So it for them it it depending on who you are, it's usually like ten to eleven percent. Oh yeah. So even if you're going through them in PayPal, PayPal, you're still losing about twelve, thirteen percent of the sell. So right. it, it helps to even have your own your own place you can go through. And of it. course, yeah, that's a reason too is that we don't have to give anybody any of that money except the Darsh Garn government. But that's okay. Uh, but a day in the life has been uh, Rich, he runs our buy shop, and this is my stepdad, but he, he runs the buy shop, so he likes to get that up and running before I get there and start asking him questions and moving things around, and so he told me I could come in at 10, which is not bad at all, stay stay a little bit later sometimes, but this week I haven't had to stay very late at all, but came in at 10, sit down, open up the laptop, um, work on the website, we use Squarespace, so it's not like I have to do any coding or anything, um, sometimes I wish I knew how to do that because it would make life a lot easier sometimes, but also Squarespace, shout out to Squarespace who will hopefully one day sponsor an episode, but they make making websites very easy. I've made two websites now with Squarespace and I've been impressed with both of them. That's one of them was tankmediapodcast.com. You should visit there too. You should visit there. Compare the websites. Yeah, compare them. See if you can see any, some themes, uh, going from both of them. But all in all, that's what I do. I sit down, I mess with that. If I have a question, I'll run in and ask Rich like what he prefers, uh, what does he like, what does he dislike, and I'll go in and I'll redo it. I created a newsletter for us. Um, all kind of stuff I did this week. I entered in some inventory. So, But it was it was just really cool, and it was, it was the first time, because I've had a couple of jobs over my lifetime. There have all been summer jobs, but it was, I mean, I've, I've worked at the buy shop doing like porter work there. I worked for Morris Financial Concepts. Um, I've done some other odd things here and there, but this is the first time that I've come and I've sat down to work, and number one, I've thought, I'm doing something that could one day make us some money. Like, any other job I've had has just been, like, it's been really and truly meaningless, but, like, this job, I can see this will make us some money. I also have some decision-making power when it comes to branding and all kinds of stuff like that, and I have some leadership power as far as the different things that I know how to do better than Rich, and it's just... It's the first time I, I'm experiencing the idea of, like, if you do something you like, you'll never work a day in your in your life. Yeah. Like, there's nothing <clears throat> that I've done so far that I've sat down and I'm like, man, I hate doing this. I can't wait till it's over. And that's a very exciting thing for me because it's something I've always worried about. I never wanted to end up doing something that I didn't want to do. And so it's been really exciting to sit down and, like, be moving things around and messing with it and thinking, like, sure, there are things that I would want to do, like, anyone towards the end of the day wants to go home but uh, there's nothing about my job that i hate and that i don't want to do and so i'm really excited about that i think i think for both of us we enjoy the idea of our our um our opinion mattering that we can bring something to the table right because i now with my job i don't really have it with with um like the school thing because it's pretty much set and we're just workers but in in the past i've there's been a huge difference between the jobs I've had to where I just ha- I have this like you like tow the company line like I had one place I remember that I was I was volunteering at a, 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 a 
like a sex trafficking um, like anti place. <laughs> it's good that you put that in there because I because I understood what you meant. I knew that it was definitely anti-sex yeah. trafficking, but if guess if you didn't say that, it could. I worked at a, a sex trafficking warehouse, and it it sucked there because one time I I went to one of the meetings and I said, "Hey, I really like the slideshow. Uh, can you send me some of the links so I can add them to my presentation?" Because a church asked me to present, and they got really upset about it because they they were like, "I'm not qualified." Like, I shouldn't be speaking there. I, like, they were mad that I would go and book something like that, that I would go to talk to this church, J- just even try to, like, spread interest. They were really upset because their whole thing was they were supposed to be in charge of all this stuff. Then they just tell me where to go. And it it was just tough because none of my ideas ever came to, uh, for, like, never helped them because I explained to them instead of having a yard sale we should go through this stuff and we should we should look it up on ebay and amazon because sure it's nice to have a yard sale but what's nicer than making money at a yard sale is when instead of making a dollar off of that shirt you can sell it for 10 20 30 50 dollars you you can make it off there and they didn't like that idea and they didn't like the idea of me going and speaking there and i i just felt like they didn't enjoy me that the spot I was in, you could just plug any person into. And I, I don't like that with with jobs. Like I said, the job I'm at now, that being the exception, because I I, underst- I understand that. Right. Um, however, even in that position, like if I brought something to the table and said, well, I think I should do this, I thought they'd be fine with it. But I, th- I think for you, it's just really nice that it's not this, you have to go to rich for everything it's that he trusts you to do this or that or even when you chat you can say well i think that we should do this instead because we learned that in this class or whatever it's not just you're you're his stepson in this and he's helping you out it's more of you you both think that you bring something to the table to help each other out that's true it is a very exciting thing always something i think a lot of people worry about is like whenever i get out of college will i find work and or Will it be something that I can get excited about? And this is something I can't get excited about. Like, I don't know as much as he does. Like, he's an Army Ranger, so he knows all there is to know about these guns or whatever. And so I'm learning. But I'm very excited about it. I'm excited about the prospect of, of learning um, how to run a business. Sort of that. And he has a very good track record, so I have no reason to believe that it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was... Now, let's, let's go ahead. Brennan, what do you think the future of... I guess the question that I had for both of us, like, the future... Because it makes sense for my adventure yeah. that I'm in, but, like, what does the future <laughs> hold for Brandon Lorick as related to the CSU maintenance crew? I'm going to work there the rest of my life. This uh, is a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I've given up on... On podcasting and everything else. This is my hmm. last, this is my swan song <laughs> podcast. And the YouTube videos coming out. We're hmm. only three more of those. But right. I, there, there's definitely, there is ways you could grow in it. Because if I wanted to work there again next year, I can make more money. And you can even build up to where you're, you're like the head of housing or whatever. And I think they even give you a free place to live if you work there. They do. Which I enjoy free places to live. 
but I also don't like living in the quads. Right. <laughs> so if you kind of like someone's like, here's a free house, there's a murderer in the bathroom. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly what living in the quads at CSU is like. Not pretty true. much. Um, so really, really for this, it was just, I, I needed a job. So I don't, I don't see myself staying there more than this year. Um, but it, it's definitely a fun job. And up to this point, I, I definitely recommend if anyone was looking for a summer job, it really fits that. It is not a good career choice, obviously, but if anyone's just looking for summer job, I mean, you, like I start off at eight. Eight dollars an hour, but I get I get about 40, 40 hours a week. You get the whole takeoff time whenever you want to type of stuff, and so so it's it's a it pretty does, good. It job. does sound like a bad gig. Yeah, it, it it could be a lot worse, and even and the also the awesome thing about it is if you work there every day, you're also working from nine to five with a an hour for lunch, to where you're not having to work weekends. There's never a chance that you're gonna stay there later. There's never a chance you're gonna to have to come in there earlier. So it's it's nice because there was positions I looked at where you get paid more, but you have to work work there. And so I, depending on what you're looking for, it's one of those positions where the pros can be cons and cons can be pros. Right. So e- even though even though I'm not making twelve dollars an hour and I'm not in a position of authority there. That allows me to, like I said, that if I, if I want to take off the week after next, I could just say, hey, Josh, I'm taking off the last week of May, or I'm taking of off this or whatever. So it's it's got its pros and cons, but I think for you, you'll have a better answer to this. <laughs> well, I don't maybe. Um, I, I think the future of this is I love to ride this as far as I can to whatever our next venture is. I would love to, I would love to be working at this type of thing because it's not like it's it's just entrepreneurship that draws me i really do like guns i really do like selling stuff to people sometimes and i like dealing with the online website things and everything like that so i enjoy this job and i would love for it to take off and to to be working in it um throughout our journeys through podcasting and youtube or until that becomes so much that we can no longer do that and something else which is really the goal wouldn't you say mm-hmm. i would I, my goal certainly for podcasting is youtube and youtube is for people to say what do you do for a living and then we say podcasting and youtube and then they say no that's a hobby what do you do for a living and then we like laugh and ride away on our hoverboards not i'm talking real hoverboards not wheeled hoverboards I was talking to the people I work with, and I was telling them that we do the podcast, and it's something I'd want to pursue. This is going to make me upset. <laughs> no, and I was telling them that you can make money off of it, but they didn't understand the concept of it, and I was like, no, you get you get paid per views, but you need a certain amount. And he was like, man, we like, where's our money at? I was like, what do you mean? And he pulled up his video, and it had like 500 views on it, and they were using a song. I was like, well... You, you you have to like monetize it, but you also can't monetize it and use someone else's like song. Plus, you until I think like you start having like a thousand views, you're not gonna see in, any amount of money coming yeah. your way. I mean, I'll, I'll go ahead and reveal Tank Media's revenue stream right now and from YouTube, and that is I think we have breached the ten cents mark mm-hmm. on our YouTube videos. So, yeah, it's not like you just 
you you don't just say I want to do YouTube for a living and then you just no matter what your view your videos get you make money. But it at the takes same time, lot. that you can make a lot of oh you money can with that because people want entertainment, right? And so it's not it's not far fetched. Like there's so many careers you can have today that. 50, 50 years ago would have been like if my grandparents or my parents would have said oh well we're going to make our living just record recording these sketches people think it's ridiculous because at that point it would be oh well you're not going to make any money your goal at that point is to get this giant life to make money yeah or to get a job at some tv station whereas now there's there's people that literally they make a living just playing video games and talking they make, about it they make a better living than it like most if not all engineers yeah. <laughs> playing video games which that just makes me it, it, it gives you it, it drives you but it also can frustrate you because when you look you look back you're like man these are look at these other talented people or whatever look at us or what whatever you you think and you're like what so like they just they had to have just gotten lucky or something it's frustrating and fun to like see those people it's just right. like watching jackass like it's cool to think yeah. wow these people make a living doing this like they enjoy it but it's also depressing thinking well like they they have like so much more money than my parents and like my parents help people or, like, yeah. especially when you start looking at, like like teachers or like like a good pastor of a church oh where yeah. you're like oh our our pastor visits you know 50 people a week he prepares this he's always like on call he's always friendly and like he does he doesn't make like a tenth of what Steve-O makes. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. But we're not here to depress you or we're here to make you happy. <laughs> I was about to say, we're not here to depress you or make you happy. No, we definitely want to choose one of those. We hope that <laughs> this... <the> one. <laughs> we'll make you happy. We want to make you sad. We, we hope that this podcast has brought you a little bit of joy. It's been a little bit introspective. It's been a little bit um, discussing the things that we are going through and doing. And we hope that you've enjoyed it. But I think this will call a, a full podcast mm-hmm. today. And so we thank you innumerably for listening all the way to this point in the podcast and hopefully getting through the next 30 seconds to a minute of what we say. Um, it's been episode 46 of the podcast, Tank Media Podcast. We hope that you will go on Facebook and like our page at Tank Media Network. We hope you'll go to tankmediapodcast.com and search around, see what you like. Maybe look at our blogs. Maybe go to the YouTube channel through there. Watch some of our videos. We'd love for you to, scri- to subscribe to Tank Media Network on YouTube and watch our videos. Um, all in all, we're just a couple of guys who really want to make you laugh and really want to entertain you with with uh, entertaining conversation, some funny videos, and possibly some deep introspective talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope that we've done that and we've served you well. So without further ado, we're going to let you get back to whatever silly thing you were doing. And so this has been episode 46 of Tank Media Podcast with Brandon and Keith. Bye. <laughs>